What up, what up, what up? What's going on, y'all? We got another episode of the Crypto Connection with myself. I'm Jared from Language Podcast, and we got Mr. Winston from MetaRise. Introduce yourself again, sir. People don't know who you are. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, Winston here from MetaRise. So looking forward to doing this second episode. Really, really, really excited about it. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So People have been hitting us up, asking about all these questions. Can we break it down? Can we go simplify it? Because we hit we hit y'all a little bit too much knowledge on the first episode. So uh, <laughs> Winston had to, you know, break it down elementary because blockchain and cryptocurrency is a lot to learn. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still learning a lot. Like it's 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 it's, it's a lot to obtain. <laughs> so hey, um, so uh, just to let you know, recap what we're gonna do today. Winston gonna do his, his presentation like he did last time. Well, if you got questions, make sure you hit us on the comments. Let us know what you want to know. Um, we'll interrupt him while he's doing the presentation. And then I have some things I want to say myself. What's going on in the uh, cryptocurrency market? Uh, as you can see, there's a lot of pullback in the market right now. A lot of people are freaking out <laughs> because people are selling <laughs> off because of the uh, Omicron uh, COVID variant. Oh, yeah. um, but things started picking up a little bit back, back better today in the stock market and cryptocurrency. So, uh, just remember, if you got any questions, hit them in the comments. Let us know now. Um, I might even post the uh, the link for you to even come on the show, um, so you can have actual question. I guess virtually face to face to everybody, so they can see. Them. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so no further ado, take it away, Winston, sir. All right. Let me get my my share up here. Yeah, man. I'm glad you mentioned the market because. All of us was looking at that the other day. I know I opened up my portfolio the other day and I said, Oh Lord, what am I doing? What am I doing in my life? <laughs> yeah, but I looked at it like, um, I guess the investor me was like, Yeah, everything on sale. Let me go get yeah. some. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now it, it takes a while to get there. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, most definitely. It, it does. It does. It definitely. I was not for the longest. I was not trained to think that way, you know. Right. Um, Warren Buffett says, you know, when people get greedy, get fearful. When they get fearful, get greedy. And I heard that, but executing on that, it it, it takes some practice. It takes some exactly. Practice. Man, I had. Let me tell you my um my investment strategy. It was the it was the the worst strategy. I don't even know where I got it from, but I thought I was like beating everybody. I thought I was smarter than than the market and everybody else. So what I would do is I'll look at something and if it was going down, I wouldn't buy it. But the second it turned green, then I would buy it. So I was trying to <laughs> <laughs> and needless to say that didn't work. Right. You try to catch it, you try to catch it on the way up. You're trying to catch it on the way up. Right. Which made no sense. <laughs> so, you know, when I mean, even when I was working in the bank and, and I was selling mutual funds and stuff like that. I would tell people, you know, okay, if you were buying a shirt, for example, like, would you buy the shirt at regular price or would you like to buy it on sale? And most people would be like, you know, I like to buy it on sale. But some somehow when it comes to like investing in money, it, it's like that rationale goes out the window. It's like, no, I want to, I want to buy it when it's going up. <laughs> you know, there's nothing else in life that we like to buy when it's going up in value. But when it comes to investing, it's, it's like we get it twisted. So exactly <laughs> all right so all right y'all so we're gonna do um I, i'm calling this getting started part two we kind of had a, a part one last time and i told jared to to pull me back if i if i just keep going because i get to talking about this crypto stuff and it'd be two hours later and i still be going so i told him don't do not let me go a long time tonight so <laughs> all right y'all so i'll first do yeah let's go ahead and, and get into this presentation here all right so uh just a quick disclaimer just so y'all don't come for us we are not licensed financial advisors the opinions expressed are for general informational purpose purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any security blockchain coin token or investment product it is only intended to provide education about the digital world and financial industry please do your own research and consult a licensed professional if you plan to invest in the future the views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. All right. So we got this out the way. So 
where did you start? Uh, talk, touched on this last time, but you want to do a self-assessment, see where you are, see what you can afford to do, and see what you're trying to do. So determine your own strategy for yourself. Now, there's a bunch of good, good strategies that are out there. A lot of things that you can learn in the stock market. And Jared is doing some training in, in the stock market and learning some different strategies. A lot of those you can apply to real estate and crypto and so many other things. But you definitely want to get a strategy for yourself and figure out which one works for you. Which one can you sleep with at night? And then there's some basic tools that you need to know about in any arena that you're investing in. And that applies to crypto as well. So we'll touch on some of those tools tonight. So we were just talking about the market. Yeah, the market went crazy. Right. So this is a snapshot earlier today. I haven't checked it in a few hours, but right now, Bitcoin or earlier today, Bitcoin was well, sitting at fifty thousand five seventy four. You know, just last week it was in the 60s, but a few days ago it touched forty two thousand. So just thinking about that. Now, this is this has the most market cap of any crypto. Bitcoin swings like that. So, you know, if you can't handle those type of swings from day to day, from week to week, this may not be the thing for you. But some of the best gains over time are in crypto and, and the stock market. The stock market is still, you know, there's some places where you can get crazy swings up or down. But you definitely want to make sure that this is something that you can stomach and tolerate. So, yeah, I, I invite everybody to jump in the market and specific, specifically the crypto market. But you want to know what you're doing and you need to know why you're doing it. So the stock market and crypto, they're, they're so correlated. Now, the original purpose for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is really like anti-government, anti-stock market, anti-traditional finance. But the truth of the matter is it's all interconnected. And one of the reasons being is that there's so much institutional investment that's in it. And I'm going to touch on that in, in just a minute. So if the stock market crashes, usually crypto crashes. And it's, it shouldn't be that way. But if you have institutions like J.P. Morgan Chase, if you have Microsoft, if you have these large corporations, MicroStrategy, for example, they have billions in, in, uh, in Bitcoin alone. So if you have these large cap companies that have billions of dollars and hundreds of millions, millions of dollars in crypto, if their stocks and their companies suffer a lot of times, Bitcoin will follow. So if you look at this chart here, it's, this is over the past seven days and towards the end of November going into December, the stock market, you know, it was down. And so if you look at the crypto market towards the end of November, the beginning of December, it went down. So not to say that they are closely tied all the time because sometimes there's deviation. But a lot of times if there's bad news in the market, you know, Jared mentioned Omicron, you know, people in, in crypto are thinking the same thing. They're like, well, maybe I should sell all to prepare for, you know, if we go into lockdown again, I might need to cash out. Um, but it was a number of things that just happened at the same time. So you got Omicron, you got that Evergrande thing over in China that they seem like they about to default. And then um, this one dude said Joe Biden got a cold. So he's like, you know, if he gets sick, then that's an issue. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's just so many different things that's going on at the same time uh, in the market. And, and these things will affect crypto as well. But like I said, you know, when crypto, when crypto catch a cold, I mean, it's, it's like the flu for real. So right. you just got to be sure that you're willing to do that. Oh, let me, now, let, me let me pick it back on that. Uh, yes, sir. What's, sir, what you got? what's the thing called China? Everglade? It's Evergrande, Evergrande, Evergrande. So if you're unfamiliar, well, Evergrande is a uh, it's one of the biggest real estate firms in China, and uh, they're about to go bankrupt. So a lot of people in the stock market and investing world are a little uh, worried about that because they think it's a chain. It's going to set up a chain reaction throughout the world economy. So a uh, little people people are still monitoring it. It hasn't happened yet, but when it does. You might want to be aware it might uh it might affect the markets when you're investing so just be prepared always monitor the world news as well as uh stock news in the states that's it nah nah that's that's a great point you know everything is is interconnected everything is global you know so if there's a, a crash in china i mean there's a crash here we're all tied in together i mean if you if we just Go through our tags, you know. If I flip my shirt open and I, I look at my pants and my shoes, more than likely it's going to say China, Vietnam, Philippines. So 
you know, we're so interconnected. So if, if it goes down over there, usually it goes down over here. So we, we do have to, you know, pay attention to some global stuff, Bloomberg, Al Jazeera, BBC. You know, it's, it's good to just kind of see what's going on across the pond to get a better idea what's going on over here, too, because it, it does affect us. So I'm going to talk about these meme coins. Everybody like they meme coins. Everybody, you know, Jared, bro, I got uh, I got smoked out the room during Thanksgiving, man. Oh, because uh, about the about Dogecoin? About those, man. Dogecoin. So, <laughs> so, so my mother-in-law, she she every, whenever we get together for like Christmas or Thanksgiving, she likes to ask everybody, you know, what's something that's that'll be beneficial for the family? Like, can you share something from either your job or your experience, something from this year that you feel like would be beneficial for the family? So, you know, everybody has their turn, and and it's almost my turn. And my wife was like. Well, I already know what he gonna talk about. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I said, you know, I don't know if y'all on it, but if you're not into crypto already, you, you need to get into crypto, man. Man, people was like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that. I bought that Doge in March and I lost my money. And I was like, no, 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 not that one. And it was, man, they got, I got smoked out the room, bro. They, they shut me up. I couldn't talk about it no more. Yeah, but that Dogecoin, uh, it hurt a lot of people's feelings. Um, yeah, sure so a lot of people came up. A lot of people came up if they sold at the right time. Some people held too long, and like they said, investing, you was holding a bag. So uh, there you go. It, when you invest in, always make sure. I have, I have, I also hate doing it too, but make sure you set a stop loss when you're investing. So just in case your investment tanking rapidly. It can uh, sell automatically if you're not monitoring. It happened to me plenty of times when I started investing. Um, I, sometimes I even do it to this day because sometimes I might invest in like Tesla stock or cryptocurrency coin that always fluctuates up and down a lot. I don't mind have a stop loss on it and I might lose on it. But uh, you just be mindful what you're doing. That's why you should always practice <laughs> before you start investing, what they call paper trading. Paper so trading. make sure you do some paper trades. So you can get familiar with whatever platform you're trading on. That's trust me, that, that was key for me. I I, I didn't I, I went straight in head first and started trading with real money. <laughs> and I don't I don't I don't recommend that. <laughs> so uh make sure you get a couple of paper trades in before you start getting in uh, uh, yeah, man. That's 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 really good, really good advice. Yeah. So that's that's uh one of the things that I have on here, just talking about price targets and you know it. This takes it does take practice, but you know we we both are, are members of, of EYL, and you know one thing that they talk about all the time is reverse engineering your your trading. You know, it's like when you buy something, you need to know what your exit is. So when that when it hits that that target, you you sell. You know, no matter it don't matter if it's running, it don't matter if everybody on the ground just talking about how it's going, keep going up to the moon and all that. You know, and I, I'm guilty of this too, man. I, I have I have been up 15x on something, and you know, that, that greed start kicking in. You like, Ooh, what if it just go to <laughs> what if it get go burnt to every time? Get yeah, every time. you just sitting there, you just like, ooh, and then you you know, you're feeling so good, it's up 15x, and you go to sleep. And you wake up that next morning, you open up that portfolio. About to start crying. Oh, you like no man. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh is there's no lesson like a, a real, real live lesson with real money. Uh so yeah, those those paper trades are, are really important. And there's there's a lot of things you can do with that in the crypto market as well. Oh, we got a question. Hold on. Uh oh, what we got? Hold on, pull it up in one second. Shout out to Hirsch, Big Hirsch watching. Thank you for uh, tuning in on the show. Um, do you recommend a course on crypto? Yeah, so it, I mean, it, it kind of depends on what angle you're you're trying to go in into it. So, I mean, if you're just talking about like, okay, do, I, do you want to just like generally learn about blockchain itself? Um, there's, there's things on Udemy uh, and Coursera. So like Coursera has, they have courses from Stanford and MIT. Like you, you got really deep dive studies on crypto. And it, I mean, they'll go all the way from like the history of 
blockchain and cryptocurrency, how it was created, those type of things. So if you want like a foundational uh, layer, but if you're looking for like trading uh, things of that sort of life, you're looking just as an investor, it, believe it or not, one of the, the, the best resources is YouTube for investing on investing in, in crypto because the truth of this matter is is this market is is so early like it's these all-time highs that we're hitting you know we have a little bit of price history on it but the oldest crypto which is bitcoin is only 12 years old so the longest market i mean some of these these cryptos they've only been out a year or two so you really going by you know a 12-month history in some cases might be a 30-day history you trying to figure out what the all-time high is so um, there are some channels. Um, one that I like is uh, Crypto Banter. Uh, they do a lot of a lot of tra trading on there. If you're into to trading, like sniping, um, Justin Robinson at Bull Widget, he he does a lot of demos on on trading and Fibonacci retracement and things. But I mean, really, I, I would suggest if you're looking at it from a trading standpoint, I would suggest going through a trading course because you can apply that same stuff to crypto. The same tools are used with TradingView and and all that stuff. So. Those are my be, be the recommendations I will have. I hope that that answers the question. For sure. Uh, you, you can continue. All right. All right. So, so the main coin. So, Doge. So, I have my own investing philosophy about meme coins such as Doge and some others. I won't name the others because I know, you know, I know everybody like their meme coins, but Doge, for example. So, I can't personally put fundamentals behind you know why it goes up and why it goes down you know if if i have to wait on elon musk to pump the price then i, I just can't you know it, if it just depends on how he feel if he wants to pump it that i just can't put my my arms and my mind around it but people have made a killing in doge and so one of the the things that's important around meme coins if you're into that is like the psychology around it so you know, coins that have low price points that are in the sense or a fraction of the sense, you know, that's very attractive because, you know, it's like, okay, it's, it's at such and such, you know, 0. 0.0001, man, if that thing go to a penny, man, I'm, I'm retiring today and I'm, I'm going to buy me an island. So it's like the psychology around it, just the, the sheer idea of, well, Bitcoin was a penny once, maybe this will do what Bitcoin would do. So that's a part of it. But again, it's manipulated a lot of times by, you know, robots. Sometimes a lot of times it's bots on, on the gram and, and bots on Twitter and bots on TikTok with people stunting, you know, those things start to flood our psyche. And then you just like, man, I got to get in that FOMO start kicking in. You start seeing all these billionaires. You start you gotta, seeing You got to tell them a FOMO meme. You got to tell them FOMO meme. Oh, FOMO of fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. And that applies to just life. You know, I've, I've bought jordan shoes you know you get fomo you just all of a sudden i just start getting these these advertisements in my inbox about some jordan drop that's about to come and then you know i, I pick my phone up and then some kind of weird and it's on my phone now you know now i'm getting stock x alerts and stuff and you know i ain't even know these these jordans was gonna come out and then all of a sudden now i want these jordans because you know i feel like i'm missing out and the same thing happens in, in investing you know they people get tricked into buying at the wrong time. And that's exactly what happened in Doge. A lot of people got manipulated into buying Doge around March, February, March. They bought at the top and people dumped on them. You know, people that that bought uh, Doge a year ago, five years ago, they just dumped on them. You know, they ran the price up. They got all these people to, to empty their bags and they dumped on them. And so that happens a lot in crypto. It happens in stocks stock market all the time people get dumped on all the time so just just don't be that person and and just you know if you want to trade it trade it but set your price target get out when you hit your price so what you think about that bro sorry i was on mute look i i know a lot of people who got in dogecoin i i knew i knew i knew some people were in trouble when my mom was talking about dogecoin when my mom was talking about Dogecoin, I knew some people was gonna lose some money. Um, like I got into it when it was like a few. Uh, I forgot when I got into it, um, and when it reached a certain point, I sold most of it, and I just kept a few just just in case it popped back up. But I knew 
I knew it was gonna drop. I just ain't know when. I ain't know at what point it was gonna drop. <laughs> um, because people was hitting me up, asking me, "Are you in this Doja Coin? Doja Coin?" I kept telling people, "Look, I said if you get in, make sure you put enough money in that you're comfortable losing, and make sure you stop set a set a stop loss because you don't want to be caught holding the bag." Trust me. Yes, I'm indeed. Feeling too well. So yes, indeed. When F F Y. If you hear about us by the time if somebody is calling you or texting you about a stock or crypto coin, asking you to get into it, it's already too late. It's late. It's too yeah, late. It's too late. Like don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even start <laughs> it. Uh, unless you're gonna watch it the whole time. And once it start going down, you can get out. So once you start hearing on news, man, if your mama, if your mama and your aunt, and your grandma is telling you about a crypto coin to get into it, it's already too late. Yeah, that's the that's the litmus test right there. Exactly. Your mama is asking you about crypto. Exactly. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> that's good advice, bro. <laughs> but that's that's true. You you know, there's a there's indicators that's out here. You know, we we can look at stuff. You know, there's on chain analysis where you can actually look at the blockchain and the metrics and see what's going on with the blockchain. You know, we got the indicators like the charts. You know, we go to Coin Market Cap and go to CNBC and and Yahoo and all that stuff and and look at those indicators. But you know, you can you can start to use your common sense too. You know, to to Jared's point, when you start seeing stuff, when you have people that you know have no business giving you investment advice, and now you got and and this is no disrespect, you know, because there are, there are a lot of intelligent and uh, investing savvy uh rappers and entertainers and you know such that a lot of athletes you know they know what they're doing but i i just feel like picking on them but you know if, if ja rule start coming out and start saying you know because when that whole amc thing gamestop thing was coming he was coming out talking about hold the line and i'm just like are y'all really gonna take your investment advice from ja rule? <laughs> buy your fest ja rule <laughs> you really gonna do this you know and <laughs> i'm just like man so you you can kind of tell like when the top is coming on anything when you just it's just everywhere like you can't turn around and when when they were talking about you know uh elon going on snl and everybody waiting on this announcement from that was a sell sign you know uh they say buy the room or sell the news by the time mm. it got to that point Everybody should have should have jumped on that computer that day and sold every piece of those that they got if they waiting on an announcement on SNL. It's is like Jared says, too late. It's right. too late. Look, I ain't gonna lie, I was one of the people waiting, <laughs> but I had I already set my stop. Like I already set my stop. Like I was watching it, I was watching Saturday Night Live and I had my phone in my hand, waiting, to see what's gonna happen. And it's the, a, a sell-off started happening. Um like I think it started going up when he when he came on mm -hmm. and during the episode it started it started selling off. So mm -hmm. uh, people if people ain't get out, it was we got caught holding the bag. Oh, hold on, we got a few comments on here. Hold on. All right. Oh, what's going on, Ashley? What's up? What's up? I see. I see Ashley Jenkins. Thanks for watching the show. He laughing at our comments. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, I think Hirsch asking another question: Is there a stop loss on auto? Can you set up a profit gain to auto sell once you hit? Yes, depending on what platform you use. You, if like, let's say for example, if you put in, uh, I'm just gonna use money values. If you put in a hundred dollars, and you you got to set your stop loss for you to sell your coin or your stock at ninety dollars, you can do that automatically. You don't have to watch it. Also, like if you if you bought something, I asked at hundred dollars and it hit hundred and ten dollars, and you wanted to sell once it hits ten percent uh profit you can do that on auto as well depending on your platform um i know one uh there are a lot of platforms that do that do that like webull Robinhood, um the cryptocurrency apps like coinbase and uphold and a few others um crypto.com they have those features but they're not as uh advanced like the stock market trading apps like Robinhood and td ameritrade but they, they are they are coming up so well, there's there's one the the best one that I know of, and um, maybe I, I can do some homework on that because I'm I'm not a day trader, mm. but uh, FTX uh, US they have they have a lot of those tools in there okay. um, if you want to do like trader view type uh, trading. 
Oh, that's so, the, yeah. like for, that's the ones we, like for Forex mainly, right? Um, FTX, they, so they bought a number of different um, derivatives platforms and integrated it into, okay. Okay. into FTX. Um, but they they are one of the biggest in the in the U.S. That's that's that Sam Bankman Free umbrella. Uh, so that that's a real big one. FTX is the company that okay. bought the name and the rights to um, that Miami arena. So yeah, that, that's, oh okay, okay, that, that's okay. going to be probably your your biggest one in the states where you can do some stuff like that. Cool. See, I ain't know. I didn't even. I never heard of FTX. Okay. Yeah, FTX. That that's, that's a good one. All right. Thanks for the question, Hirsch. Uh, I don't see anybody else right now. All right. I guess you can, you can knock it out with, with this blockchain. With this blockchain. So you know, this this is the question that that comes up a lot, and, and you know, a lot of times I, I just be going way out there. You know, I, I get talking about crypto and stuff, and I and I assume that a lot of people know what it is already, but I realize that. You know, we we usually talk about cryptocurrency, but nobody really talks about blockchain, the underlying technology. And I, I get it. You know, I understand it. It's kind of like the internet. Like we all we're on the internet right now. We're using layers of the internet right now, but we never talk about the internet protocol. Like nobody, other, unless you're you you're <laughs> into tech, you know, you have to work on mainframes and things of that sort or you have to write code like nobody's really talking about the internet protocol itself and so there you know for that reason a lot of people aren't interested in blockchain itself but it, it is important to know if you're investing in the space like why is important and so I, I often ask people if you had the opportunity back in 95 to invest and own a piece of the internet would you have done so and most people are like yes absolutely you know, if, if you could have bought a piece of Facebook or Amazon or Google back in the day when they were first coming out, would you have done that? Most people are like, absolutely. Yes. And so that's my rally, my, my rally cry to get into blockchain. I'm like, we are going into the next shift. We are going into Web 3.0 is right there. Please get into this. And people are like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, exactly. Exactly. Everybody. I've been telling you, like, you bought some coins yet? They're like, nah, I ain't get around to it. I said, all right, okay. <laughs> okay. Gonna, you're going to learn. You're going to learn the hard way. Yeah, I know, man. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be preaching from the mountain. Man, I'll be feeling like uh, Tyrese when he, he went on that rant when he was like, what more do you want from me? Because this is one of those times, you know, I, I really feel, and I said it before, you know, a lot of times we feel like we always find about things so late. And I, I just feel, I, I'm not more than feel, like I know this is one of these times where we're still early in this space. And this is the opportunity where people don't have to get left behind again. And so, um, you know, just just start learning about it. So blockchain. So basically, blockchain is is a ledger. So if you if a real simple example is like if you get your bank statement, that is the ledger of your account. So it has all your transactions on there. Where the blockchain is a public ledger. So imagine if you could see a transact. You could if you could see everybody's transactions in the bank publicly. That's what that's a one form of of what the blockchain does. So it, it gives a public distributed ledger that's now when i say distributed distributed means that there's not one central authority or one central place where all this information is stored they're stored on nodes and a node can be a computer for example so like this laptop that i'm on that i'm on right now i can serve as a node on the network so my laptop or my node can hold a piece of the information that's on the blockchain, or it may hold all of the information on the blockchain. So for that reason, if if somebody were to steal my laptop, yes, they have the information there, but so does all these other nodes that's on that's on chain. And so what has to happen in order for a transaction to go through, there has to be consensus on the chain. So in other words, in other words, if let's say if I want to send some money to Jared, all right, so the blockchain has to verify that I, one that I have the money in my account and then two that I want to send this amount of money uh, to Jared. So what has to happen is a certain number of confirmations has to happen on the blockchain. So I'm going to send one hundred dollars to Jared 
first, there has to be consensus with a certain number of nodes. It might be, depending on the blockchain, it might be, let's say, 40 confirmations. So 40 different nodes have to all say, yes, Winston has $100 in his account. Yes, Winston is trying to send $100 to Jared. And then they have to have consensus that Jared received that money. Now, because that same information is on all those nodes, that's how consensus is reached. Instead of just one central authority, like me sending the money through Bank of America, Bank of America is a central authority. They're the only one that's verifying that I have the money and that's the amount that I'm trying to send. So if there's only one central point of failure, then that can be hacked. You know, that can be stolen. So the blockchain just makes transactions more secure because information is spread out. And even if one of those those nodes, one of those confirmations is wrong, then there still could be a majority consensus confirmation for a transaction to go through. So I, I hope I didn't lose y'all way in, in the weeds. <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> no, you good, you good, you good, you good. Yeah, it's there. There's so many different applications of the blockchain itself, but that that is one of the most important things about the blockchain is is that there is not a central authority. There's no central point of failure. And now there are private blockchains now, but public blockchains, nobody owns it. So, you know, it's kind of like, it's like the internet itself. Who owns the internet? Yes, people can shut off your access to it. So like in China, that's that's one thing that's really big in a communist state, they can shut off your access to it. But even then people still find they get VPNs. They do all kinds of different stuff to get on the internet because nobody owns it. So with the blockchain, that's this is kind of the same concept. It's, it's a new protocol layer where nobody owns the finance that's on the chain. Nobody owns the information that's on the chain. It's all shared and it's all public. So we're gonna talk about some applications of that uh, in, the, in a minute here. All right. It's never easy explaining blockchain, man. I, I try. I know it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to to tell somebody who don't have no uh, (laughs) uh, experience, especially if not in IT. Yeah, I I know, man. I know. Um, I'm gonna have to find like like some just some some real like simple some serious simple analogies to use. I kind of already covered that, so I'm, I'm gonna go past that. So, who's using the blockchain? So this is this is where like the credibility comes in. So when I got into it back in 2017, it was just like a bunch of promises. You know, back then it was just like, okay, this blockchain is going to do this and that blockchain and crypto is going to change the world this way. But it wasn't a lot of proof. You know, it really at that time, it was, you know, of course, Bitcoin was around. Ethereum was still kind of getting there. And then you had like all these privacy coins and it was just a bunch of stuff out there where they was just like, man, we're going to do this and we we working with these people and you didn't really know what was going to pop and what was going to drop. So the top 10 three years ago looks way different from the top 10 uh, now. And I remember some of that stuff that I invested in is nowhere to, to be found now. But now you have Google, for example, you got Microsoft, you got JP Morgan Chase, you got Nike, you got Apple. So you're talking about these S&P 500, these Fortune 500 companies that are either building their own blockchain, like JP Morgan Chase has their own public, excuse me, their own private blockchain. Microsoft, uh, they're, they're partnering with a token called Engine for some of their NFT and metaverse stuff. Uh, Google is partnering with Theta TV, that's, that's to provide streaming services. So it, it's crazy because it's kind of like a competitor to YouTube, but they know where things are going. So they're uh, they are running a validator node. So one of those nodes that I was speaking of, they are a node on a blockchain, a competing, well, I guess it's not a competing blockchain. They, they're just in the space. They're like, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Uh, Apple is doing, they, Apple got so many different things. We probably could spend a whole show just on Apple. <laughs> exactly. But That's my Apple, favorite right there. Uh, I love Apple. Yeah, yeah. So one cool thing that Apple is doing is on the Solana block. Well, there it's not that their investment is not directly on the Solana blockchain, but with something that's called Render, and that's where like if we start talking about this metaverse and and augmented reality stuff. So on iOS, you can use Render to help uh, render basically with render vir- uh, virtual reality and augmented reality. So I don't know if people were like remember Pokemon Go, that was kind of mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I remember no, that when it was popping. Yeah, yeah. going crazy, looking for people in parks and talking yeah. traffic stops. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. 
Yeah, you know, people remember people falling off cliffs and, yeah. and you know hurting themselves because of that augmented reality. So that was a real simple one, but Apple Apple is going, you know, you know they're going to change the game. And then Nike. Um so we're going we're going to touch on on like fashion in just a minute. So if you're looking for like credibility, yeah, the, the blockchain and crypto might sound weird itself, but does Microsoft sound weird? I mean, I'm I'm using a Microsoft product as we speak, <laughs> you know, so that, that can kind of help. So some other use cases. So Audius, for example. So now, now we're starting to talk about NFTs. Uh, and, and NFT is a non-fungible token. So a non-fungible token, you can kind of. Think about it like um, is like your fingerprint. Like if if I was a token on the blockchain, I would be a non fungible token. There's only one Winston. You know they they try to duplicate me, bro, but they can't. But uh, it's only it's only one me. And so Jared would be an NFT, and, and anybody we're all unique. Our fingerprint would be an NFT, and so that's that's basically what a non fungible token is. One of a kind is unique. It, it has its own hash. There might be something that looks similar to it. it might be something that's identical. Uh, to it, but it's unique because it has its own identifier on the blockchain. But some NFT use cases are like Audius, for example. So Audius is a music streaming platform. So every MP3, every song that you put on there is an NFT itself. And from that NFT, you can get paid by streaming. So that one right there, these these NFT streaming services, is it's just going to rock the boat for like Spotify, and SoundCloud, you know, because artists, they don't get paid, like they get paid pennies, you know, they can have a million views and, and get like a $10 check off of, of a SoundCloud, you know, but audience, uh, because the, the way that is set up and because it's an NFT, they get paid so much more off of that. Uh, Theta TV is the one that I mentioned that Google is partnered with is a video streaming service. So you, every video, so like Jared has, a Theta TV channel. If he puts this video on Theta TV, that's an NFT. That's a one of a kind NFT that he can get paid a TFU on by streaming that. And then you, as a viewer, now this this is the unique thing about crypto and and, and crypto and blockchain platforms is that you, as the viewer, can get paid. So I'm using, for example, right now I'm using the Brave browser. In the Brave browser. If I click on an ad, like all the ads are blocked. There's no ads whatsoever. But if I allow ads to come through, every time I click on an ad, I get paid in Brave token, the basic attention token. And so the same thing at Theta. When I go to certain channels, I earn TFU. YouTube doesn't give you anything for watching something. SoundCloud doesn't pay you for listening to music. So this, this, these are, are really going to change the way that all of this stuff is structured with advertising dollars. Um, another use case is with ticketing. So tickets, you know, there's a lot of fraud and ticket, a lot of scalping, things of that sort. So tickets on the blockchain could be verified because they're one one for one. And so you, you can't counterfeit something. I'm, well, I won't say you can't. It, it's extremely hard to counterfeit something on the blockchain because, again, it's, it's a public ledger. And so you got tickets. Uh, for example, they got NFL teams that are starting to issue tickets in Dallas Mavericks. They're issuing tickets uh, as NFTs and it, it saves them so much money from, from fake tickets. And one thing that's really big, that's coming down the pipeline and, and everybody, you know, we need to pay attention to this is ID on the blockchain. So identification on the blockchain is coming in many places already here, but everything from your vaccine records, uh, to your your driver's license, your passport, like all that's going to be on blockchain because it's verifiable, it's public. You know, it's it's hard to to duplicate, and so a lot of that stuff is going to move on chain. All right, I'm I'm looking. I told you, bro. You know, I'd be going, man. You good? All right. So my favorite team. So the NFL. The NFL is. Um, they're doing something with NFTs. And so real soon, like they said, they announced before the season is out. And I actually got a, a notification. So you can look up NFL all day. That's going to be their NFT streaming, uh, excuse me, their NFT uh, platform. And so there you can join their whitelist right now if you want to be like an early adopter, early tester. They're, they're starting to pick people to be uh, early testers for the platform. And you can get in on the NFTs like super early. So 
that's important because Top Shot, NBA Top Shot, if you bought, you know, some of those NFTs for a dollar uh, a year ago, you know, some of those are thousands of dollars at this point. But the NFL, for example, they they see just how important NFTs are. You know, the NFL makes so much money off their merchandise and just paraphernalia. So they they see that things, paraphernalia and merchandise is going digital. So they're jumping to space. So, you know, I, I really invite you, if you're a sports fan, just start looking at some of these platforms. And, oh, my favorite, AI. Ooh, uh, so, yeah, I remember that. Cross. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> my, my favorite point guard versus my favorite two guard all the time. My favorite player all the time, actually. <laughs> that's, my, that's my top two right there. So crypto.com. Now, if you if you haven't seen a crypto.com commercial, uh, crypto.com advertisement, crypto.com something like you you probably like really been like sleep for real because they are everywhere. They just bought you know what used to be Staples Arena. You know it's like one of the most iconic arenas in the in the world. Like everybody knows. I I can't even tell you the last time I've been to Staples, but you know Staples Arena, yeah. and so you know the Lakers franchise is one of the most important franchises in the world. And you're going to see crypto.com every time the Lakers play. And, you know, like LeBron or not, <laughs> you know, he's such a big figure, you know, crypto.com is going to be in the mix with LeBron and they're on the 76ers Jersey. I mean, crypto.com is just all over the place, but they have their own NFTs as well. So you, you might want to just kind of pay attention to what the NBA is doing with crypto.com specifically is doing with nfts all right don't forget about uh crypto.com got it has its own token as well it's uh ticket number yeah there's a so it's cro cro yeah so yeah that's not that's that's very important that's very important um unlike a lot of the other centralized platforms so like you like you was mentioning like Robinhood and uphold and um uh, coinbase they they all allow you to go on their platforms and buy their token, excuse me, but buy other tokens, but they don't have their own token. So crypto.com is like one of the best crosses for decentralized finance and centralized finance all mixing together. Because if, if you start looking, so the, the way I got introduced to the CRO token was by getting a crypto.com card. So, right. you know, yeah, I, I got I got one of the cars, too. <laughs> all right. So, so, yeah, man. So it that I think that's one of the best ways for people to, to really get deep in the crypto is do crypto.com because like on there they have quests like they got missions that you can do to learn certain things. They have, you know, all the stock tickers for, for the crypto, all that. But the CRO token, it, it forced me to dive into the Kronos chain and now you can take your CRO and stake it and you can do yield farming. I mean, that, and that's the deep end of the pool. So I, I won't take y'all down there today, but the, and oh man, the price action on that CRO token. Oh, boy, that was, that was lovely. So yeah, man, we probably should do a show just on, on uh, crypto.com. Right. I got to show people and see we ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? We, we do the real thing. It's just, just the package and the car came in. You know what I'm saying? It's real out here. You got the call. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. crypto.com making 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 a difference out here. Game changing. Yeah. And so it's <laughs> yeah, boy, them them CRO rewards are, oh man, that's mm, yeah. So yeah, yeah, crypto money is different. That's why okay, so now we're getting into the part where people like really get confused with the NFT. Like, why are people paying two hundred thousand? Five hundred thousand, a million dollars for for this right here. You know, it, it, people are like, okay, why would it, this? This is the boy a yacht club. So this is one of the most successful. Uh, actually, I think it has the most sales of of any NFT project. You know, these crazy looking monkeys, and it's it's not just about the monkeys. So one thing is with with you know on the Ethereum blockchain. So people that bought you know Ethereum back in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen, they got different kind of money. And people that have a lot of E or they have a lot of Bitcoin, you know, they they a lot of times they don't go back into cash, but they sitting on this crypto. And so they're looking for, for different places to sit their their, to, their tokens, their their Ethereum or if they, they got a even they got a whole bunch of doge, you know, they they're just looking at different places where they can park. 
So that's one thing. But the application of NFTs has, has changed over time. So, yeah, you got the artwork. You know, somebody might like the artwork. But the Board A Yacht Club is really a club. And in that club, these are some of the people that's in that club. So you got Jimmy Fallon. You got Mark Cuban, who's a billionaire. You got Lil Baby that, you know, if, if you're into to rap, I mean, you you got, you have celebrities that are being turned down from people, you know, I don't want to say regular people, but the average joke that got a board a yacht club that's so exclusive, people want to be in this club. And so I, I was talking to a guy not too long ago. He bought one, you know, kind of on the on the whim. He had a really good feeling about it. Now he paid 30 grand for it. <laughs> so he made he made some money, but he was telling me about this yacht club, this like this yacht party that he got invited to in New York. And he's rubbing shoulders with millionaires and billionaires and they're telling him about the next thing that's coming up. And these NFTs, they drop more NFTs that people can resell. And then they get different merchandise. They're invited to certain clubhouses, you know, to, to talk about different things, investment opportunities. So can you, it's can you, not talk, just, about, can you talk about how, how people can make money off reselling NFTs too? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, just, yeah, just think about that. I mean, you know, these Board of Yacht Club hasn't been around that long. So just imagine if, you know, you, you happen to buy one for, half an E would, you know, at the time was around like $500 when these things were going, but you buy one for $500,000 and, and, you know, here you are, the floor price on the board eight right now is like 200 grand. So now you're, you're sitting on, you know, you have this option like, okay, could I, I can go into cash, you know, on 200 grand, or you can even borrow against it. So, you know, this is what a lot of millionaires and billionaires do is if they have an asset, they don't go into cash and, and create a tax event, they borrow against it. So you can take your NFT that's worth 200 grand and take 100 grand out and use your NFT as collateral and, and, and go build a house. So just imagine taking a, a board eight, a JPEG, and now you living in a house off a monkey. You know? So, <laughs> you know, when people, <laughs> you know, I, for a while I kind of struggle with, you know, well, how, how do I justify people like, man, why would I buy this? It's a JPEG. Like, but when you start saying things like that, like, well, I'm living in with this JPEG provided for me. It's like, Oh, for real? Man, tell me how to do that. So yeah. Yeah. NFTs have really provided a lot of application. Um, and then, you know, just other things. So NFT fire is one of those places where you can fractionalize or you can borrow against your NFT, but, now you got stuff like infinite objects so you can actually put your NFTs up on the wall. You can display them. You can put them on your coffee table um, and then gaming. So gaming is, you know, huge. And so you got the cross between like this is a game called Blanco's at the bottom. You got Burberry. You got Louis Vuitton. You got Marathon Clothing. So now people are in the metaverse and that's the big talk now. You know, well, how do we apply these NFTs where just like people like fashion, they overpay for for fashionable items, just imagine how much they're going to spend with something that they can show to hundreds of millions of people rather than just their circles, you know, for a rare item. There's only 500 of these in the world. And now you got access to 2 billion people and you can start with that item. So those type of things are, are happening on chain. And I mean, there's so many different companies like Adidas, you know, like uh, Nike, like, I mean, Louis Vuitton, like I said, so, so many different applications. So just, just get lost in the space, y'all. Um, there's so many different things, like whatever you're interested in, there's, there's an application on chain, I promise. That's what's up. Another five presentation from Winston, from MetaRise, as always. Just to uh, pick it back off NFT, um, I read a story, uh, I think I think maybe last week. Um, hold on, I'm trying to see if I can share it on the screen right quick. Share talking about NFTs. Hold on. Since people people might think it's a game out here. <laughs> a 12-year-old artist yeah, 1.6 million with her NFL to collection is sold out in hours. NFTs, not real painting, NFTs, digital art. 12 years old. 12 years old, and she made 1.6 million. 
Tell y'all, man, y'all need to get on this cryptocurrency and this blockchain technology, man, before we get left out, left behind again. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, the, the reach is different. You know, so all right. So, like, a lot of people will say that, man, I wish I had started a YouTube channel back in 2005. Like, you know, how big would it be now? Well, these art, like, well, for artists, man, I, I, I just beg artists. You know, if you have, I mean, even a little bit of skill, if you are an artist, man, there is no reason why you should not be on chain. Your access, you know, that's what that's what all these these streaming channels provided was access. So this I'm 12 years old. I mean, she did <laughs> she wow. made more money in a few hours than most people make in their lifetime, bro. What 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 was the artist that uh who came out with the album? Was it baby, little baby, other baby who dropped the NFT album? Um they had uh Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez, yeah, Tory Lanez. I think Tory Lanez. Then he sell out, then he sell out like like he sold, he sold out in like 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yeah. So yeah, coming. Yeah, that that that's gonna be the standard. You know, like we we really are going it's I mean, you know, anytime you look back and you think of how stuff has transformed, you know, before the fact, if you're telling somebody, they they really think. Like you kind of throw it off, so you know if, when <laughs> tapes came out, if somebody said, "Well, you know, it's gonna be CDs one day," and they'd probably be like, "Man, I don't even make no sense." And then, you know, I, now I was kind of like this when when the whole MP3 came, you know, to the scene. I, you know, people were telling me like, "I mean, there's just not gonna be a reason to have a physical thing to hold your music anymore, exactly. right?" And I, man, it took me a while to kind of wrap my mind around it until. Like I got to college and like LimeWire and all that stuff was popping. I was like, oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, you ain't gonna you don't need you don't need that CD, DVD, nothing, cassette tapes, all that going. Oh, we got a few comments. Hold on, let me see what's going on. What's up, Harold? How you doing, Mr. Seals? You know what I'm saying, I'm gonna have to get you on the show. He's a crypto enthusiast as well. He okay. In the game. He all come right. On the show eventually. Um, probably hoping in a couple of weeks. Okay. Shout out to him. Awesome. Unfortunately, he was saying all, but uh. I let, this, I let that ride. <laughs> That's my Zulu brother, y'all. He could, he know, he do how it is. Hurts, Hurts, I got another question. How do these athletes get their paychecks? Switch to Bitcoin when it's a set amount of Bitcoin currency out there. Yeah. So. So everything is on an exchange. So they're not they're not directly getting their paychecks in Bitcoin. Um, you know, like the the way the headlines read, they'll say you know uh, this like a Rod for Aaron, not a Rod, but Aaron Rodgers for example. You know, he's he's gonna start accepting part of his salary in Bitcoin. So a lot of times what they're doing is just taking a part of their salary, and they're getting you know either a broker or maybe they're doing it themselves to go on to an exchange for them. And exchange their their fiat, you know, into into Bitcoin, and that's that's what's happening a lot of times. So even though there's a cap, like it's it's going to be traded back and forth. So even with stocks, I mean, you know, every company has only so many stock of their company. They might issue a hundred million shares of their stock, and it's a finite number, but it's traded back and forth. So that the same thing happens in uh, in Bitcoin. So even when the last Bitcoin is mined, it's still going to be traded back and forth. Now. The one, one, as we get to that, and it's going to take a while, but as we get to that limit, it, it is going to become more scarce. And because it becomes more scarce, it goes up in value. And so, you know, that's that's with anything, man. If if uh, uh, a company like buybacks their shares, you know, that, you know, they're taking it off the market. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're just trading it. It's, it's just being traded back and forth. Uh, thanks for the question. Let's see, the, let's see, more isn't being printed like I think you mean to say, or is oh, I think you mean to say, or is it being printed like money? Oh yeah, we probably gonna have to. That's another thing we have to talk about how how cryptocurrency is created, data mining and stuff like that. Yeah, we definitely have to talk about that. How people make rigs, uh, how people mm -hmm. use the, the computers to make my uh, cryptocurrency. So yeah, we definitely have to talk about that. Um. Let's see. Somebody else got some uh, thanks for the welcome, brothers. Oh, yeah, most definitely Harold. Yeah, we'll see you on the next show, hopefully. 
Um, we'll get you on here talking about you, uh, talking about your new company and everything, how you got in the crypto world and everything. Okay. Uh, so before we get out of here, because I see we got five minutes left, because I, I like to keep it an hour, because if we keep going, people ask more questions, people <laughs> pop on, be like, hey, wait, wait, I got another question. No, no, no. I, I, I like to keep it an hour, so we can't give you everything. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, next time. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. You know, when you really so this this thing about crypto, you either gonna you either gonna keep going forward with it, uh, once you really dig into it, you'll be like, Man, I ain't I'm out of here because (laughs) (laughs) nobody knows who made Bitcoin one. We we don't know who it is. Exactly. There's all these theories. But we don't know who the founder of Bitcoin is. And, you know, once you start looking at like algorithms to create it and things, it, it, it'll turn a lot of people off. But at the same time, it makes you realize, like it makes you ask the question, like, well, what is money? And when you think about what money is, is whatever you agree for money to be. And so even though I like to pick on Doge and, and Sheba, I like it because it teaches a lot of people about what money is. Money is whatever you say it is. And, and that's what she is. It's like, okay, we're not going to buy a movie ticket with it. Well, now it's money. So, yeah. Um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I want to touch on a few things before we go. Because I want to, <laughs> I don't know if people are aware about what happened uh, a couple weeks ago. I think this happened after our last show. Oh my God, I got to share my screen again. Hold on one second. I don't know if you heard about this, Winston. I think I texted you about this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me show you. This right here. Hold on. Where is it? <laughs> uh, ah, that's not that. G-Y-N coin. G-Y-E-N coin. <laughs> so uh, if, you, if you didn't know, uh, it was it was trading uh, specifically on Coinbase. I think it was on another exchange as well. And what happened was it started skyrocketing and <laughs> all of a sudden uh, you couldn't trade it no more on Coinbase. Like they had a lot of people that were upset. Like people had like money in there, like a few hundred thousand. It may have somebody who may have a million, but I, I, I never double trade that, that source there. But people had a lot of money in um, Coinbase, Coinbase stopped uh, letting people trade. Or the value deteriorated quickly. Like one person was saying, he had fifty-five thousand worth of uh, GYN tokens, and then it wound up. By the time he was able to trade it, it went down to fifty-five dollars. <laughs> so uh, that's why we tell y'all <laughs> you, you need to do your research and your due diligence when it comes to this crypto coin because they are not like regular stocks in a company. Uh, they are cryptocurrency. That's all they are. Like <laughs> they don't answer to the SEC. Um, I think nope. I think they uh I think this coin got kicked off Coinbase. Yeah, it, it got kicked off Coinbase. So um, just be aware if one of these co- tokens that's not maybe the top ten or one of those stable co- tokens that has not been around for a few years, be mindful uh, how much money you put into it. I mean, it's, it's it's okay to trade it, but just be mindful you might be stuck out of uh, your money that you invested in. Yeah. Um, are you 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 aware of what happened with this? Yeah. So, man, this happens a lot. And a lot of people are learning this year. You know, I learned years ago, but a lot of times the volume, the sheer volume just shuts down the exchange. And it, 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 it I remember this. The first time I learned about this was on Binance when when it was like you could use they got Binance US, but the, the old Binance that the world uses. I was on there and I was trying to send something and the send button was just grayed out. Like wow. they they shut down trading and <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, crypto will teach you a lot about you know markets. Period. Because even like with Robinhood with the whole GameStop thing, and they had mm. to shut it down. Like you learn about liquidity. If there's no liquidity, like if they don't have enough of the token to to send or sell, then they can't you know they can't honor it. And then on the other side, you know I think like when people trade and stuff, they think it's like this unlimited supply thing. You know if in order to buy something somebody has to have something to sell so if there's not enough tokens on the other side you can't buy it and then if you're trying to sell but there's not enough money in the pot is where can it go so yeah bro um now this happens a lot too even on coinbase 
this happens on with well, Solana on, on FTX a lot. These big platforms, they'll list a token because they're early investors too. And they're getting the retail investor to, to dump on. And so, you know, I'm not saying that this necessarily happened in Coinbase, but as, as reputable as Coinbase is, it's kind of interesting that this token out of nowhere shows up, it blows up, and then so <laughs> VCs do that a lot, bro. They they, <laughs> they tear people up left and right, bro. It's cold life. Exactly, bro. Exactly, man. That that's crazy. When I saw this story, I was like, damn, I, need, I never even thought about that. Uh, it remind it did remind me to get Robin Hood game stuff fiasco. Um, I was gonna touch on Coinbase, but I see we we are within one hour mark. Um, I just wanted to touch on one more thing. I don't know if you heard about. Oh, I'm sorry, my light went out. <laughs> well, you know, you're talking the truth. <laughs> talking the truth. Um, so uh, if you're unaware, El Salvador, uh, country in Central America, they want to be the first Bitcoin city. Trying to fix this mic. So uh, they are heavily invested. I think uh, I believe they made Bitcoin a legal currency, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So um, I think they're one of the first countries to do so. Um, so what are your thoughts about uh, El Salvador trying to make a Bitcoin city, Man. trying to uh, entice people to, to move their Bitcoin, um, their Bitcoin into their? I think they're trying to create exchange as well. And they try to give them like tax benefits. Tax benefits if you move your money over here, you want to pay no taxes for a certain amount of time or something like that. Um, they really give too much um, in-depth knowledge about the tax tax break that you get. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? For we get out of here, I love I love it, bro. You know, it's it's one of those things where uh, Cuba is doing something similar. As a lot of Latin American countries are looking to this because of the stranglehold. You know, I hope it don't get us in trouble, but stranglehold like the IMF. And uh, the World Health Organization, like a lot of these uh, multinational economic um, corporate, I don't know what you call these institutions, they, they have these strangleholds on these, these countries because they give them these loans and they can't ever pay them back. And so, you know, if you get off the U.S. dollar as the standard and now Bitcoin is a standard, mm. then what power, you know, so they, I mean, they know what they're doing and. I'm I'm I want to take a trip there just to see like some of this stuff. Bitcoin City, you know, man, I, I just I, I really want to check that out. Right, because they said they was gonna use the um it's gonna put it in the middle of the, the jungle and use a volcano to man, be a power crazy, source right? <laughs> uh, for the data mining equipment. They were gonna make they gonna they're gonna make Bitcoin as well, cryptocurrency out there. Um so they I I, I like the idea, I like the plan. I think it's pretty awesome. cool. Um so just be just be mindful like we created the show for you all for the culture so you could be aware of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology is out there um and the governments um they're a little afraid <laughs> about this technology yeah, <laughs> that's man. why as a uh, cryptocurrency is outlawed in some countries so um yeah it's hard to control it so uh just be mindful you need to start investing some money it could be a dollar five dollars ten dollars a week Please. I mean, just just put, put just invest like you you don't you don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin to get Bitcoin. Like you could buy right. if you got five dollars worth of Bitcoin money. Um, if you got five dollars, you could buy five dollars worth of Bitcoin, fractional shares of it. So don't be afraid when you see all these enormous prices. I think right now, I think Bitcoin is going for forty eight thousand now, forty nine thousand something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could buy five dollars worth of that. Just keep buying it over time. Um, instead of spending five dollars or ten dollars on that drink you get every every week in a club or something like that, <laughs> throw it in crypto. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do a, uh, I'm, I'm gonna do hopefully next next time we do the next show I'm gonna do a presentation on what apps you could use or what I like to use so you can do auto like I like to use uh, certain apps that auto, um, auto invest for me like every Thursday or every Friday or every Saturday it invests for me like. I'm gonna get twenty dollars with the app. I'm gonna get twenty dollars with the Bitcoin. So I use it. I like to use the long term. I'm a long term investor. Um, I use the dollar cost averaging method because I like to trade a little bit when I can. But I'm not a day trader, full time day trader like those guys being charts and big 20, 30 monitors on their desk. <laughs> I ain't got time. I got too much time. Too much. <laughs> I got a job. I got a wife. I got kids and coaching engagements, podcast shows. So I'm doing a lot. 
So if you ain't got time, just set up a, a little five dollars here and there, ten dollars there, and time in the market will help you long term. Trust me. So uh, you got any last words, Winston? That's it. Man, that, that's uh, that's a great point right there. Time, time in the market. You know, I, Ian, Ian on on Market Mondays, he says all the time how they duped us into thinking short term. Like we, you know, we just be trying to hit the lottery ticket all the time but the money is in the long-term hold you know mm -hmm. even with those like the people that's starting with those now like they've been holding those for years you know this is not a new thing that came out so even uh i would just say like just just try to hold over cycles with with any crypto you know when when bitcoin was up at twenty thousand four years ago people thought it was like it'll never go any higher and it crashed but look where it is now and so if you can hold over years, like that's where the money is at. And so like, let's really start to think out there, like far out there. Because we all can look back five years and be like, man, I wish I'd have did this five years ago. I wish I'd have did this 10 years ago. <laughs> it's going it's going to come, you know? So just like really think long-term. That's, that's all no, I got. No doubt, no doubt. Oh, hold on. Somebody made one more comment, Mr. Hold on. Yep, Harrison. Yes, sir. Crypto is the new stock market. Yes, sir. Man. You are correct, Mr. Seals. So if you ain't in crypto, you are missing out. Do not believe the hype. That's right. Do not let the people on TV tell you, uh, oh, don't get into crypto right now. We not, <laughs> don't get into it right now. Meanwhile, they putting all their money in. Right. You know <laughs> all their money. Like because of this dip that we just recently had, I'm telling you, institutions and banks got they made money off that. They're gonna make money off that because they, they bought in on a dip when it was low. Yeah. So yeah. don't be fooled. If you Not see red, red, that means everything is on sale. All right. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I want to thank everybody who uh tuned in tonight and the people who gonna be watching later because a lot of people like to watch our show after the fact. I don't don't know why. Bombard us <laughs> with a bunch of questions. When you say who's on the show, wait for you to ask questions. So I like to thank everybody who asked questions. Thank you for watching. Uh, make sure you follow us on YouTube. I just uh, created the YouTube channel today or yesterday. Uh, I got a, we on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I'll list everything in the comments in the description of the video. So uh, look out for us. Make sure you follow Winston on Metarize. Uh, if you go back and look at the video, you'll see I had it on the bottom of the ticker where you can follow me on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as Data TV and Auda I pronounce Audacity. Audacity. Uh, Audius. Yeah. as well. If you're an early adopter, um, you can follow me on Lanyard Legends, all the platforms, um, lanyardlegends.com. So uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you for all the comments and support. And we out. Peace. See you next Peace. show. Right.